welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we're anxiously preparing for Thanksgiving. Hello, hello, hello. Well, hello. <laughs> I I know I said last week was a weird full moon week, and it was, but this week was kind of weird too. We went here from warmish fall to practically winter in like a day. It's definitely colder other places. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it was jarring. I've been inside more. It's contributed to some extra restless energy, which translated into some random like anxiety cleaning for me this week. The first thing I did was clean my vacuum. It felt overdue, probably because it was. (laughs) It's one of those things that feels like a massive hassle to do, but in reality, it takes like 10 minutes. But while I was doing that, I sort of stumbled on the whole using Tide and hot water to wash your floors thing online. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I'll link to it just in case. It's like you put a teaspoon of powdered Tide in hot water, and it's supposed to work all these miracles around your house. I had never gotten around to trying it, and then I was like, oh yeah, you know, like maybe I should try that. My husband had to get a few things at Target. There was a sale on household stuff. And I was like, why don't you get a thing of powdered Tide? (laughs) So he did. He brought it home. And then I was like, I guess now's as good a time as any. (laughs) Let's wash some floors. (laughs) Let me just say, I watched some of the videos they have online. They were like, you won't believe the dirt you'll get up. They pour this water out. It's so dirty. There's all this like, can you believe I was just walking around on this? Thank goodness for hot water and tide. (laughs) My five-second rule is now a no-second rule. (laughs) My floors are so clean. (laughs) So, So I washed all our tile floors and dumped out the water. It was kind of exciting. I didn't know what to expect. I have to say, it was pretty normal looking, basically what you would expect. I was torn between being disappointed it wasn't more shocking (laughs) and just like happy that my floors weren't that bad. (laughs) I told my husband, you know, I feel pretty validated right now. Like no one's going to want to make an Instagram reel out of the water for my floors. I feel like this is a victory for good enough. Did the tide and hot water work? I mean, I think so. Would I do it again? Probably. Did I think it was like some miracle that lifted months old, years old dirt out of tiny spots in the floor? I mean, who's to say? But not necessarily. (laughs) Did it get me mildly motivated to wash my floors? Sure. Maybe that is the actual miracle. (laughs) I'll take that. (laughs) I did not do this one yet, but I also saw a TikTok going around about a hack for cleaning your bathroom mirrors. I was going to try it. I'm still going to. I feel like I could get on board with this. You take a regular Swiffer mop and put a microfiber cloth on it instead of a Swiffer cloth, then spray down the window and use the Swiffer mop to wipe it down. I feel like that has to work, right? 
I can never reach the top of the mirror. It's always a pain. So at some point, I'm definitely going to give that a try. I was not the only person who had some anxious energy this week. (laughs) This was totally different, but someone in my neighborhood group posted this earlier this week. She was like, does anyone have a ring cutter? I've tried everything, but I can't get this ring off my finger. (laughs) I mean, that is the worst. Will anything take you from zero to 60 faster than realizing you can't get your ring off? (laughs) Obviously, you know the more you try, the harder it's going to get to take it off. Is there anything that makes you sweat more than not being able to get your ring off? (laughs) It's like, if I move my right shoulder up and pull down on my ring, will that work? (laughs) All these things. (laughs) So, So she posted this in the neighborhood group. No one had a ring cutter. These are the things they suggested that she do. Vaseline, reasonable suggestion, makes sense. They said that or WD-40. I don't think I would do that. I don't know. Someone else said a rubber band. I guess maybe you loop it around the ring and then pull on that. Maybe? I'm not sure. I might need to see it. Someone else said to spray Windex all over the ring and your finger. She said that's what the jewelry stores use when you're trying on rings and one of them gets stuck. I have never heard of that, but I googled it and sure enough, it's a thing. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) They also said on Google to put your hand in a cup of cold water for like 10 minutes. I'm always in instant freakout mode. Like 10 seconds is too long, let alone 10 minutes. But that is probably one of the best solutions. That's going to be the thing that gets your finger to calm down like the best. Of course, desperate times call for desperate measures. Someone said to try the fire station. (laughs) Can you imagine? I cannot even imagine rolling up to the firehouse and being like, I need your help getting this ring off my finger. I honestly would love to see that. (laughs) That feels like a scene out of a rom-com. So that, and then of course, go to a jeweler. So she updated it. She ended up going to Ace Hardware and I guess they cut it off. So stressful though. (laughs) Um, So next week, of course, is Thanksgiving. I saw two articles recently that are very timely for the run-up to Thanksgiving. The first one was from thekitchen.com. The headline was, My family had a side dish only Thanksgiving, and it was awesome. The writer said, you know, her family was getting together. They were splitting up all the dishes a few weeks ahead of time. One sister was handling the stuffing and mashed potatoes. One was doing the green bean casserole. The writer was doing the rolls. Her husband was handling the pies. A friend was bringing sweet potato casserole. Then she says, this is from the article, then came the turkey and the conversation stalled. Finally, someone said what we were all thinking. Um, what if we just didn't make a turkey this year? We looked at each other, gave a a shrug, and that was that. Her point was that, you know, turkey is fine, but it's not the actual star of Thanksgiving. The actual star is sort of everything else. So they did it. It was great. They have brought the turkey back since then. Her dad is a fan of it, but they did try the side dish only thing and it was great. So I did a little poll. About two thirds of you would be fine doing that too. 
My favorite things on Thanksgiving, the things I like most are mashed potatoes, gravy, rolls, and cranberry sauce, and of course the pie. So personally, I would be fine with this too. Because of that, and partly because I don't want anything to do with making a turkey, (laughs) we have done uh, this barbecue place in town sells cooked turkey that is really good. We have done that, gotten just the cooked turkey, and it worked out great. If I had to cook a turkey myself, though, I wouldn't do it. (laughs) I would rather go without. (laughs) I always used to work on or around Thanksgiving. I was never really in a position to even think about making a turkey. I feel like the turkey-making ship has probably passed me by. (laughs) I honestly would do chicken before I would do a turkey. (laughs) I'll mash potatoes all day, but a turkey... It's too much. (laughs) I will leave that to the experts. I asked my husband, what do you think? Would you be good with a sides-only Thanksgiving? I feel like I might have even suggested this to him before, but I asked him, you know, like, what about a sides-only Thanksgiving? This took him a minute to process. (laughs) He's like, you mean have no meat on Thanksgiving? I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) sides-only. So I ask him, there's a there's a pause. Still a pause. Pause is still going. <laughs> I'm looking at him. He's like really breaking this down in his head. And then he goes, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's what you have to say about it. <laughs> He's like, well, I don't really like turkey, but it's part of the deal, you know, but it's no sweat off my back. Then it's like a second later, he flips. He's like, I mean, it is kind of nice to have a meat to tie it all together. Then another second later, he flips back and he's like, But it is the thing I look forward to the least. (laughs) I mean, clearly this is not an open and shut. (laughs) Clearly we're conflicted here. (laughs) He's like, why is turkey the thing they have on Thanksgiving? I was like, I don't don't know, because that's what they had back in the day. He's like, I'm going to Google it. So he Googles it, and then he drops this little bombshell. He's like, they say they probably didn't eat turkey at the first Thanksgiving. He goes on. He's like, they said it became a thing because it was so prevalent in New England. The food that was big in New England basically became Thanksgiving food. And a turkey feeds more than a chicken. So, you know, it's practical. I was like, what is this from? Like, who is this they? It's a CNBC article. I was like, send it to me. So he did. And yeah, that was basically the gist of it. It also said turkeys are native to North America, so it felt different from something they would have had in, like, England. But at the first Thanksgiving, they probably ate meat like venison, geese, and duck. There you go. (laughs) Um, So then this other article I saw today, the headline was, Want to be the best guest at Thanksgiving dinner? Bring these three things. I mean, you know my curiosity always gets me. I'm like, what three things? (laughs) I have to look. Um, I'm going to say first, okay, this is from Wirecutter. They do product reviews, so they're probably not going to say like mixed berry pie. They're trying to be creative, you know, think outside the box of like the usual thing you might show up to someone's house with for a holiday dinner. So I give them credit for that. 
I am not sure about these selections, though. <laughs> See what you think. <laughs> the, the first thing was an apron for yourself. They make the case that by bringing an apron, you're demonstrating that you're ready to jump in and get your hands dirty, which is more helpful than being like, you know, hey, let me know if I can help, and then hovering around the TV. I would say yes and no to this. As a guest, I do like to help. I don't expect to stand around to be served. And I've also read before that especially if you have a group of people where maybe some of the people don't know each other super well, like giving everyone a little task to help with kind of helps people ease into the group when they first get there. So totally on board with that. However, if I'm hosting, (laughs) I do sometimes just prefer to handle things. I don't want someone opening my cupboard to look for something and see where I just shoved a bunch of things to get them out of sight. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I don't think I would bring an apron. <laughs> uh, the second thing was your your own set of containers for leftovers so that you don't have to use the host. I don't know about this one. It seems presumptuous. I do think there's a way to spin it. If you're bringing a couple things and you know you don't want to take anything back home, sure, bring a couple disposable containers and tell people to have at it, take what they want, and probably you will end up taking home some leftovers yourself. But otherwise, I would say no on this one. It is practical and probably helpful, but it feels like it could be a little awkward. I feel like both of these things really depend a little on your relationship with the person hosting too, right? Okay, anyway, final one. (laughs) A handy stain remover. (laughs) I laughed at this one. (laughs) Like bringing a fistful of Tide pens to pass around in case of gravy spills. (laughs) I guess it never hurts to have one in your bag. (laughs) If all else fails, though, you can always bring your sparkling wit and personality. (laughs) That one's my suggestion. Free of charge. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) That's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at WalkTheBlockPod. Subscribe or follow on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already and I will see you in two weeks. Bye.